Welcome, mortals. I'm Brianna. I'm Kendall. And welcome to another episode of When the Light Goes Out. Why do you sound like sexy? Oh, shit. I meant to sound scary. Do I sound too sexy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you well. sound like you're trying to, like, give the viewers or the <laughs> listeners, like, fucking bedroom eyes, but through the microphone. Fuck. <laughs> I like, went when the light. <laughs> I meant to be creepy. It's not working. Oh well. Okay. All right. I can't be creepy, guys. I can only be sexy. What can I say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like even that was like seductive. Oh my god. Uh. Well, thank you guys for coming back to join us for another episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's so funny. Is he laughing at me? <laughs> I wanted to say something about, like, making it this far past Kendall's, like, sexiness. Oh, good point. His his intro. No, go back to that. Go ahead. (laughs) Listen to it again. (sighs) (laughs) Just take, like, a sip of Sprite or something? Yeah, that's what that was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, no. You're you're right. Well, it is... (laughs) It is our first spooky episode. Paranormal. Paranormal. Woo! Not you being oh. <laughs> no, not you being excited. I am excited. I feel like the last episode was uh, a lot. It was a lot. To a take, lot. It was a lot to take in. We're here and we're queer. True. Cut that part out. <laughs> no, we're here and we're queer. Stop. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, wait, be careful. Okay, oh. there we go. Okay. okay, we're back. Not us. Okay. Okay. I think we're a little um, delirious after that last episode. We're filming two in one day for you guys, and that last <laughs> one was a doozy, so... It was a doozy. I think we're feeling a little slap happy, y'all. Uh, yeah, we are, but it's okay. I, feel, I never feel so close to you, Brie. I know. You're, like, on the other side of the microphone. And <laughs> <laughs> no matter watch out. Mm, that's true. <laughs> and, like, no, I meant to say, wait, redo. Okay. This time, and better watch out. Simon, you better watch out. <laughs> Kendall really said, steal your girl, even though I'm gay. <laughs> I'm stealing your bitch. No, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, Simon, we love you. Oh, by the way, I don't know if anyone knows who Simon is. Simon is Bree's lover. Whoa. Lover. Shout out to Simon. We love you, Simon. Happy late National Boyfriend's Day. I was gonna post mine, but I don't have one. (laughs) I posted mine yesterday after I did not realize it was National Boyfriend's Day because I was not on my phone at all yesterday. Uh, I can't really. Oh, well, it's fine. Kendall's just waiting. Any single men out there? No, I don't want any of you. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, no. Okay, anyways. Oh, my God. Well, I would still say that we have a movie of the week this week. And I think the movie of the week I would have to mention. I actually don't know. What's a good horror movie? We already talked about them. That was for last episode. Yeah, but we're... I wanted to find another one. The Terrifier. That's a good movie. Go ahead and watch that. (laughs) I just made that up. That's not a movie. Is it? Okay. No, I think it might be. Oh, is it? Oh, it's the one with the clown, right? The clown, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a good movie, guys. Go watch that one. All right. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to bump the mic. Okay. No, I was definitely not close enough to the mic for most of that, so that might not sound good. You're good. Um, so, today's story is a very chilling story. It is. (laughs) Insert ghost noises here. Ooh. Uh, Not the moaning. uh, 
<laughs> you sound like a lawnmower. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with myself today. Um, I did not drink enough coffee, y'all. I didn't oh, drink God. enough alcohol before this. Oh, our witches brew. <gasps> Missed opportunity. We'll have that after, I guess. That'll be our um, our treat after our two episodes of delusion. Two hours of delusion starts now. Hosts Kendall Hudson and Brianna Doyen. I did not say that very clearly at all. No, it's a good. Whoa! <laughs> Please cut that out. No, it's my okay. voice is just like not very clear right now because I have. Um, a few cats, and by a few, I mean two. Um, this chick but, is allergic to them. Yes. Um, so that if I sound a little nasally, that's why. Not to bore you guys with my life. No, it's okay. They want to know. Stop, guys. You want to know. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> well, this uh, today's story is the black-eyed children. The black-eyed peas. The black. Oh, I honestly, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> the black-eyed peas. The story. Um, oh, y'all, black-eyed children. It's a really creepy one. Have y'all heard of them? I have. I have too, but I heard of it briefly from. I want to say, where did I hear about it? I think it was like from another. I don't know. One of those like true true crime slash paranormal like tv shows or something and they were talking about it yeah i don't really know where i was like learned about it i guess but i've known like known about it i guess for a while never had any experience though and i pray to jesus himself that i will never experience it yeah they're freaking oh they're so creepy creepy they're so creepy oh my gosh we have some stories to tell at the end that we found off the internet and they are definitely a little scary yeah Bree's gonna be sharing some stories and i have not heard them and i'm very excited to be creeped the hell out (laughs) because i cannot go into the house even thinking about what might be around me now because of this so what further ado let's dive in Whoa! Uh, I got like a seven and a half. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> I did not mean for that to come out. <laughs> Clearly, we are in a, a daisy mood right now. It's okay. It's okay because we're gonna edit all of that out. <laughs> we'll see. Um. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um. So, let's set the scene with your point of view. You're at home watching TV or reading a good book on the couch. It's around 10 p.m. and you're expecting, you're not expecting any guests at all, but you start hearing a nonstop sudden knock at the door. As you look through the pupil to see who's knocking, you make out that it's a small child standing at your front door wearing a dark hoodie covering their eyes. You answer, yes, who is it? The child continues knocking. You ask again, yes, how may I help you? The child then speaks with a very calm voice and says, I'm very far away from home and my phone has died. May I come in your house? My mom is probably very worried. Now, your first instinct is probably to either say fuck no, because there's a child at the door and it's late, (laughs) or you call the cops because, you know, it's a child and you want someone to come assist them. But for some odd reason, all of a sudden you feel very compelled to reach out to unlock the door. But you manage to stop yourself. And you say, I think I should get an officer to come pick you up. As you go back to see if the child's still there, you notice that they've taken off their hood and they're looking directly at you through the peephole. 
but you also notice they are staring back at you with demonic piercing black eyes. As black as a road with no street lights. And in frustration, the child begins to get very aggressive with her tone and voice, and they begin banging on the door, demanding to be let in. As you grab your phone to dial the police, your cell phone suddenly goes out of service, and you have no option but to either confront the child or try your hardest to ignore them. What do you do next? Ignore the hell out of them. Oh. Act like they do not exist whatsoever. Well, my friends, this isn't just any story. Related events like this has happened, and they have been reported from many people all over the world. But this is the urban legend of the Black-Eyed Children. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is so creepy. Wow. <laughs> it's gonna be like our new thing every episode i know it's kind of fun <laughs> all right so let's just kind of go into where the first sightings of these black-eyed children have seen, uh, been seen the first reported sighting of black-eyed children was made in 1998 by a texan columnist for reporter news by the name of brian bethel according to historic mysteries on a summer evening of 1996 bethel was on his way to pay off some bills at his service provider's office if i understand correctly i think he had realized there was an error on one of the checks so he pulled over to a dimly lit movie theater parking lot while seated in his car, he was approached by two young boys between the ages of 9 and 12. He, they had come up to the window and started knocking. Balfour describes one of the boys as, quote, a somewhat suave, oil-skinned, curly-haired young man, unquote, and the other as, quote, a red-headed, pale-skinned, freckled young man, unquote. And the boys were both wearing hooded pullovers. He wrote down his window just a crack, and one of the boys explained that the two of them were going to a theater for the premiere at the time of Mortal Kombat, but forgot their money at their mother's house, and requested a, a ride to their mother's house to grab their money and come back to the theater. Side note, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, I don't watch that movie. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, I've never, never seen that movie, but um, okay. So, while the conversation continued, Bethel started getting more and more fearful of the interaction, especially after the second boy says, quote, It wouldn't take long. We're just two little kids. We don't have a gun or anything, unquote. That's so suspicious. Oh! Why would that be, like, your first instinct? Okay, I under... Yeah, even if they're little kids, like... We're just kids. We don't have a gun. <laughs> I didn't think you had a gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why would I think you had a gun? Also, I would not want two random children getting into my car. Firstly, not re my responsibility. Secondly, what if they lie? And yeah. Say that I like kidnap them. No, it's a no from me. People. It's a no for me. Ugh. I definitely would not be out here helping no kids. I'm sorry. Call an Uber. Yeah, that's probably better. <laughs> also, what year was it when Mortal Kombat came out? Because well, this was in um, what, 1996. I say. Oh, sorry, 1998. Never mind. There were definitely not Ubers. Yeah. Call a cab. Oh no, I was right the first time. 1996. Yeah. So yeah, no, definitely call a cab, please. Call a cab. Uh, I get chills. Woo, can't do it. Can't do it. <clears throat> well, all of a sudden, Bethel became strangely compelled to reach for the door to open it. But his strange trance was broken after he looked up to notice the boy's eyes. 
They were black as coal, and he later described the eyes, quote, as the sort of eyes one sees these days on aliens or bargain basement vampires on late night television. Soulless orbs like two great swaths of starless night, unquote. That's deep. That's scary. Scary as hell. I can't do it. So understandably, he began to drive off when one of the boys began banging on his window aggressively, commanding, quote, we won't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in, unquote. No. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah, for real, like, leave. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I already told you no. And then Bethel had sped off, and while looking up at his rearview mirror, he noticed that the two boys had mysteriously vanished in a cloud of smoke that his car's success had left behind. When Brian shared this story with many people, many people from over the world had became, uh, began coming forward with stories about similar alleged occurrences, but many hiding it with fear that no one would believe them. I mean, makes sense. It, I, I would think a thing or two about it, too, but, you know... <laughs> Some of these stories are pretty compelling in my eyes, so I don't know. Now, just a quick little description of these children. These childlike creatures are often documented wearing dark outfits with something always shading their face so you don't make out what their facial features are at first. Some stories have mentioned seeing black-eyed children in outdated outfits, so kind of like old-timey clothes. Um, they, of course, have black eyes. They are allegedly found to act as if they don't even know how to correctly act like a child or how a child would normally act. Yeah, for real, because uh, we don't have any guns. Yeah. Uh, That's not something a child would say. <laughs> never. Sorry. I got chills just saying that myself. Many sources relate them to how a typical vampire would maybe act or be portrayed, but there's been no found evidence that anyone has been directly attacked in my um, from my findings um, by this urban legend, but I do question maybe these are some otherworldly creatures if people have actually seen these children or maybe they are spirits. Who knows? Most encounters with these creatures have left their victims with said reoccurring nightmares or agoraphobia. Now, for some people that don't know, agoraphobia is the fear of places and situations that may, ca uh, may cause panic, helplessness, or embarrassment. So summed up, it's just like the fear of going outside. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so, <clears throat> just uh, real quick, the, one of the stories I came across uh, that were really interesting to me was in 2014. 2014? Yeah, it's That's like, really recent. <laughs> honestly, it's really not that recent, but like... It kind of is. It, it's kind of recent for this specific kind of sighting to be saw, uh, seen after in the 1996 sighting. I'm sure there are a lot of sightings between them, and I'm sure you have a couple of those too. But uh, this one specifically stuck out to me only because it was a paranormal investigator, Lee Brickley, who had inter was interviewed by Birmingham Mail about a sighting that he had heard about that was in, uh, I want to say this right, is it Kenick? Kenick Chase? Yeah. Canic Chase. Canic Chase England. We'll go with Canic Chase. Canic Chase it is. Canic Chase England, as his ties to the sighting were um, brought to his attention. The sighting he had heard about was about a mother and her daughter who were out for a walk when they had started hearing, screaming, and then spotted not far away in the distance, a little girl wandering the street by herself. 
The mother had walked up to the little girl, but the little girl kept walking away. And after the mother had thought she had lost her, she turned around to see the girl standing right behind her. Only several feet between her and her daughter, actually. And the girl was reported to have been around the age of 10. She had appeared to be holding her hands over her eyes. And when the mother asked if she was okay, if and if she was someone screaming, the little girl proceeded to lower her hands, revealing her eyes. As told, her eyes were black with no iris. And understandably, the girl was shaken with fear, the mother, sorry, and snatched her daughter and zooted out of there. That was snatched. Snatched her daughter. Snatched her daughter <laughs> up and zooted. And as she looked back to see if the girl was still there, she was nowhere to be seen. Creepy enough. They'd <laughs> just be disappearing into thin air, I guess. Yeah, y'all can keep y'all can keep that. I don't want it. Keep that far, far away from <laughs> far us. Thank you. Away from me. Oh no. So the mother un- understandably sought help because she felt she was seeing things, but this story had um, that investigator Lee Brickley believed that it may have been a demonic spirit after he realized that his aunt had actually lived in the same area in 1982. His aunt had also shared that one evening she had her crying outside of her house back in 1982. And when she followed the sounds, it led her to a girl around the age of six who looked directly at her with black eyes and then raced off into a wooded area. He explains that his aunt had called the cops, but they couldn't find the girl anywhere. And unfortunately, Brickley's investigation had led him to no findings of this entity. So that is still a mystery. Which is kind of crazy. I'm like, oh, I have yet to see a black-eyed children. Don't want to see it, so. Yeah, like, I'll pass on that for sure. Oh, yeah. They just, like, disappear into thin air. Well, that's what the last two ones I found uh, had reported, and I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I would have been past it, quite honestly, because, uh, tell you, these, these, uh, quote-unquote entities are a little, I don't know, beyond me. <laughs> I feel like I'd rather see a regular ghost, if that's the case. I don't want to see kids with black eyes. I mean, kids are already creepy enough, and then we're gonna multiply <laughs> that by black eyes. True. And Good disappearing point. into thin air. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I'm good. Um, so we did find some stories on Reddit. Um, if you guys have any stories, though, feel free to share. I'd love to read them. Um, but since nobody has shared their stories, <laughs> we had to take it upon ourselves. Um, so this first one. Ooh, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's get comfy. Let's get cozy. Okay. So this first one is titled Halloween. It starts with. This is so funny. I'd never heard of black-eyed children before my incident, so I come on here to post my story, and the first story I see is about a black-eyed children. Weird. Let me preface this by saying I'm by no means a writer, just a domestic engineer living in North Texas. Also, I don't believe in the paranormal, ghosts, demons, aliens, whatever. However, I did have an event happen to me this Halloween, I have to admit, has me scratching my head. Kind of scary. Oh my gosh. Oh. (laughs) This is my first post on Reddit, and sorry to say I'd never even heard about it until yesterday. I told my best friend about my incident, and she's an avid reader of No Sleep, and she told me if I didn't post it, she would. So here I am. Anyway, hope you like it. So it had been a slow trick-or-treat night in our neighborhood that evening, which is pretty odd in itself. We usually have kids from different areas dropped off in ours and have a constant parade at our door. 
That night, I'd say we had no more than eight or ten groups of kids come by the entire night. It was about 9.30 p.m., and my husband and I were sitting in our family room watching some of those ghost shows based on supposedly actual events. Like I said, I don't believe in that stuff, but I do like a good ghost story now and then, and it was Halloween after all. We hadn't had any activity at the door in over a half an hour, so it was getting late, and we decided to turn the porch light off and let our dog Chloe out of our crate. Chloe is an American bulldog and is very docile. We only put her in her crate because we were afraid she tried to get out to play with all of the kids, and I didn't want to have to chase after her down the street. Also, we didn't want her to scare any of the kids because she would look a little intimidating to the younger kids. Understandable. (laughs) So I turned the outside light off, let Chloe out, and she followed me back to the couch and laid down at my feet. It was getting close to 10 p.m. at that point, and my husband decided he'd had enough fun for the night and was going to go upstairs, take a shower, and get ready for bed. After all, it was Thursday, and he still had to get up early the next day. My teenage-aged son was out with his friends at a local haunted house and wasn't expected back for another hour or so, so that left me alone on the couch with Chloe. Now, just because I don't believe doesn't mean those shows don't freak me out. And being alone, watching, I'd have to say I was kind of on the edge. It wasn't long after I heard the upstairs water for the shower turn on when there came a light knock, knock, knock at the front door. My initial reaction was, what the hell? Really? It's almost 10 o'clock. Go home. But soon an uneasy feeling came over me. Why the knock? Our doorbell glows and in the dark and without the porch light, it would be extra obvious to anyone there. Oh, I'm getting so nervous. Ah. I paused. I couldn't really just ignore it. Our front door has a big beveled glass panel, and anybody right at the door could see in enough to see someone was in the family room watching TV. It would be pretty rude for me to just sit there and not answer it. Knock, knock, knock again from the door. No, but don't answer it. You don't have to. (laughs) I I glanced down at Chloe and she was gone. My gaze followed her usual path to the front door, expecting her to be on her way there as she normally does. Nothing. She wasn't there. I stood up to look around the room better and found her crouching by the back door like she was wanting out. However, she never asked me to go out like that. She always comes and licks my hand or puts her head on my knee. This was totally out of character for her, and I have to to say heighten my anxiety. Chloe, great. I said, she just turned back to look at me like, hell no, lady, I ain't moving. Can I just say, <laughs> animals are the best judge of character. So if no, your animal, yeah, if your animal is completely terrified to even go near the door, it says something. Yeah, they're like onto something. Seriously. Um, I yelled up to my husband, but if he was already in the shower, I knew there was no chance of him hearing me. Knock, knock, knock. About that time, a car drove down our street and cast just enough light on the door to where I could see the silhouettes of two small children through the glass. I instantly felt relief. It was just some kids, probably a couple of the neighbors on their way back home that wanted to stop by and show me their costume or something. (laughs) Nah, girl. thinking, right? Girl, run! (laughs) I headed to the door and looked back to make sure Chloe wasn't going to follow. What a great watchdog, I thought to myself as she just sat there. I turned on the porch light when I got to the door, and sure enough, I could see through the glass that it was a couple of pretty small cl- kids. I almost said clits. <laughs> no! <laughs> I almost said 
I meant to say kids, but I added an L in there for some reason. That definitely would have sounded like clits. <laughs> oh, I love it. <clears throat> Redemption. <laughs> I turned on the porch light when I got to the door, and sure enough, I could see through the glass that it was just a couple of pretty small kids. A little late for such young ones, I thought, and I began to wonder about what kind of parents would let their kids around the streets that late at night. I only opened the door enough to where I could block Chloe's escape if she decided to grow some balls, which was only about two feet. What struck me immediately as odd was the kids weren't wearing any costumes. They were in, they were in normal street clothes. Also, no customary trick-or-treat either. I began to feel very uneasy again. Oh, I would too. <laughs> it was a girl and a boy. The girl to my left was older. I'd say she was about 11 or 12, and I could tell she was blonde, but I couldn't make out any distinct features as our lights are from high above and on columns at the front of the porch, so most of the light was coming from behind them. I had not opened the door wide enough for any light from inside to hit them directly either. The boy was younger and about a foot shorter. I'd say eight or nine and looked to have light brown hair. The girl very politely spoke up. Ma'am, can we please come inside and use your phone to call our mom? As she spoke something in the pit of my stomach was telling me something was wrong. What kid, even at their age, doesn't have a cell phone of their own these days? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, no. <laughs> I couldn't remember last time I'd had anybody ask to use my home phone. Um, hun, don't you have a phone of your own you can call your mom on? I asked. This was when things got really, really weird. Both kids turned to look at one another like they were going to say something to one another, but neither ever spoke. They both turned back to me and the girl said, ma'am, my cell phone battery doesn't have any charge left in it. Can we please come inside and call our mother? We are alone out here and my brother is scared. Oh, she the way she like says that, it's like not even like- That's not kid. It's so, yeah, it's so like well-spoken. Like it's like- it's like too polite to it's where it's too not a polite. Like child. It's like, uh, I don't even know how to feel about that. Oh my god. Uh, okay, go on. I have to admit that there were two competing feelings going on inside of me. The first, that of a mother's. I have to admit that there were two competing feelings going on inside of me. The first that of a mother's heart that wanted to help these two small children get to their mom. The other, a sinking fear in my gut that was keeping the other feeling at bay. It was then that I noticed that during this short conversation, I'd already opened the door a few extra inches, which I was completely unaware of doing. I stopped. Honey, why don't you give me your mother's number and I can call her myself? Another pause and they looked at each other again. After a short moment, they turned back to me and the girl said, Ma'am, my little brother has to use your bathroom. Can we please come inside while you call our mom? You can use it outside. <laughs> yeah, like you were not getting in this house. No. Oh my God. Oh, uh, no. And with that last statement, the little girl moved closer toward the door like she was just going to walk in by me. As she did, she stepped into the light coming from inside the house and I got my first real good look at her solid jet black eyes that's all i could see that motherly instinct was gone and replaced by terror i don't think i've ever felt in my life i could feel every hair on my arms and back of my neck standing at attention i closed the door to where just my face was able to stick out the little girl stopped and again pleaded please ma'am we are really scared and alone out here 
We have to come inside. Please help us. Then like on cue, both kids began to whimper and cry. Oh, Lord. That's when the fear took over and I shut and locked the door. I'll call your mom if you give me the number. I shot it through the door, but I'm not letting you in my house. I could still see them stand there on the porch, just staring at me through the beveled glass pane. Part of me wanted to run upstairs to my husband, but the bigger part didn't want to lose track of where they were. I feel like I feel the yeah, same way, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting like stressed <laughs> from this. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> that would have freaked me out even more to not know where they were. I agree. Yeah. After, oh. <laughs> after what seemed like forever, but probably only a few seconds, I decided I'd call my neighbor that lives across the street. As I made my way to the side table by our couch to my phone, I glanced at the door. Oh, sorry. I glanced at the back door, and Chloe was nowhere to be found. What the fuck did they do at Chloe? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not Chloe. Oh, my God. We later found... <laughs> no, wait. We later found her in the guest room under the bed. When I got to my phone and started to look for his contact info, it was only then that the kids stepped away from the door and began to walk to the street. As they did, I walked to the door to get a better look to see where they went, still not calling my neighbor. If you get close enough to the glass, you can see out enough to make out people's shapes, but you cannot see much detail. Of course, standing that close to the door would make you pretty obvious to anyone outside looking in. From the door, I could see that the kids were still standing under the street lamp nearest my house, staring at me. As I lifted the phone to my ear after calling, only then did the kids start walking down our street. I met my neighbor out under the lamp once he was out there, but the kids were nowhere to be seen. I feel like I would not want to go outside after that. Um, I would be literally locked in my my room and sorry. Hiding under the blankets. <laughs> not coming out. Yeah. I would have been knocking on the bathroom door to my husband like, open up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I don't believe in any of this stuff and had never even heard about black eyed kids before talking to my friend. What I really think, what I have to think is these kids were just out yanking people's chains on Halloween night but I will say this for them they were good really good at it they scared the shit out of me and my dog <laughs> they scared the shit out of me too <laughs> my good job kids for real like they weren't Ooh. even that scary but they're so unsettling it's unsettling to think that any child like okay so what's that the end of the story mm-hmm. oh okay yeah one thing about that um one thing about this too is that I've heard a couple things about like like black-eyed adults and black-eyed like elderly people and oh god like i reminds me of that movie legion have you seen that Mm-mm. it's like about demons and stuff or whatever but um like it i would be more afraid of kids and elderly people being like having black eyes i guess more so because i feel like if it's gonna be an adult i feel like that's more something they would joke about versus just a young child or like maybe like a elderly person so whoa oh my god good story good first story oh my gosh <laughs> um so i have two more oh yeah let's go um the next one is titled you must let me in <sighs> so this one actually gives us a year okay okay so on march 17th 2008 i had my one and only encounter with black-eyed children before my experience i had never heard of anything having to do with the black-eyed kids i was 12 I was sitting outside of a hairdresser's in an old Chevy pickup waiting for my mom to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed and I saw some kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. 
At first, I thought I recognized him as one of my kids from school, so I banged on the front windshield until he looked my way. It was not anyone I knew. At this point, I was not scared at all. Not yet. The boy walked over to the side of my car and just stares. I think to let me get a good look at his eyes, to freak me out. Let me tell you, if you have never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Pupils black as the night sky. The boy whispers, you must let me in. And then I lock the car doors and duck down into the space below the seats. <laughs> like the footwell, I would have done the same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes later, he was gone. When my mom got into the car, she told me a boy with black eyes had just come into the hairdressers and had insisted for my mother to give him the keys to the car. What? She refused. Thank oh, God she did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why uh, would, in her bright mind, she would ever give him the keys to the car? I'm sorry. Uh, if anyone comes up to my car, no matter what kind of degree that you're in, you're not just going to take my keys. The hell? <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm not unlocking my car for you Who either. was this child? Oh. <laughs> These are so freaky. I'm getting, I'm getting all the goosebumps right now. I love it, though. <laughs> All right, so the last one. I could read these forever, but for the sake of making this episode short, (laughs) I have one more. Um, But if you're lucky, maybe I'll read another. Encore, encore. Encore, encore. (laughs) Um, So, of course, obviously, I chose this story, too, because it sounded Halloween-y. So this is called Trick or Treat. Um, It starts with, this really freaked me out. Yesterday, I had noticed my neighbor hadn't put out all of his Halloween decorations, slash lights, etc. The past two years, I've lived next to him. He's gone all out for Halloween. I don't know him well. He's younger, single, but I know he likes kids, not in a creepy way. His brother and sister-in-law and their kids are always visiting him, and he plays with his three young nieces and nephews out in the yard. So anyway, I got home from work and was walking up my driveway, and I saw him outside and said something like, Hey man, you better get your Halloween stuff up or that house up the street is going to beat you for best decorations. He kind of smiles sheepishly and says that he's actually going to keep his house dark this year and just put candy out. I asked if he was going out of town, but he said no. Something happened last year that really scared him. Oh. Now, I was concerned for my own safety. If some weirdos were coming around our neighborhood, which is a pretty safe neighborhood with tons of young families living here. So I asked him what happened. He said, last year he had his brother's family over so they could trick or treat in the neighborhood since they live in an apartment. He said last year he had his brother's family over so they could trick or treat in the neighborhood since they live in an apartment complex that doesn't do much for Halloween. He had a bunch of kids come to the door like always. His family took off around 1030 and there were only a few older trick or treaters by 1130. So they were pretty much done. So he was inside watching TV and the doorbell rings. He grabs the candy bowl and heads over, noticing that it's a little past midnight and that's pretty rude for trick-or-treaters to still be out. But then he notices he hasn't turned off all his decoration lights yet, so his house is still a beacon. He swings the door open and is about to yell, boo, or something to freak them out, but stops dead when he sees the kids at the door. This little sweat, this this little sweat, this is dripping down my head right now (laughs) from the stress that I'm getting. Down the side of his forehead, (laughs) y'all. So the guy said um, one was probably about 13 to 14 and the other was around 16 to 17, both boys. So these ones are like a little older. Okay. 
They weren't dressed up, but he remembers the older one wearing a flannel checkered shirt. He was immediately overcome with uneasiness, like opening the door was a huge mistake. They just stared at him and they noticed, oh sorry, they just stared at him and he noticed they had really big irises and dilated pupils. He couldn't even see the whites of their eyes, so he figured they were just wearing contact lenses. He was frozen there, holding the candy bowl like he couldn't slam the door in their face as much as he wanted to. So he nervously tried to smile at them, hoping they would break character and ask for candy or something. The younger one said they had gotten lost and they needed to come in and use his phone. That seems to be... Oh, it's the phone. What y'all need my phone for? I'd be like... (laughs) That seems to be like the the first thing they always say is they need to use the phone. I'm like, sorry, my phone's so expensive. (laughs) Sorry, my phone is off the hook. Sorry. Um, My phone's dead too. (laughs) (laughs) I broke and didn't pay my phone bill. Sorry. So sorry. I couldn't afford my Verizon bill this month. (laughs) Yeah, for real. What's up with Verizon? (laughs) (laughs) that's funny okay that was when he closed the door more than halfway on them and said no sorry and the older one said something like can we just wait in your house until our parents come get us but by then he was convinced that his life was in danger and these kids must be high on something or intending to rob them and he just kept mumbling no sorry good night as he inched the door closed and locked it. He told me that he was so fucking scared at the point that they were going to try to break in through one of his windows or something, but he looked through the people and they had turned to leave. He watched TV with the volume really low so he could hear any sounds, and he said that he stayed up till like 5 a.m. because he was too scared to go to bed and drop his guard. The whole time he's telling me this, I'm thinking, oh my god, this sounds so familiar. Just like the black-eyed kid's urban legend. (sighs) Then I thought, hey, maybe this dude is trying to scare me because after all, he does have the Halloween spirit. So I'm looking at him like he's lying, but trying not to seem too gullible. So I'm like, man, that is really crazy. Sounds like the black-eyed kids. He just looks at me blankly the what is that like a movie or something and i said no but told him to go look it up online like an hour later i got a knock on my door and admittedly almost jumped out of my skin thinking it's a demon child it was my neighbor and his eyes were freaking huge he swears to me up and down that he had never heard of the black-eyed children before and it's so similar to what had happened to him So we talked a while longer, and I told him that quite a few people probably know about that urban legend, and it's possible it was just teenagers with black contacts trying to freak people out on Halloween, which would be genius, by the way. But he said the fear he felt was so primal and came over him the second he opened the door for them. Ah! Oh! Oh my god! Oh, that... That story... That one right there, that... Oh, wow. That was creepy. Oh, my gosh. The thing is, too, is they don't seem like they're much of a threat in these stories. They don't seem like much of a threat, but like I had said in the notes I have found, it seems like they leave people off with some kind of, like, reoccurring nightmares and, like... They just, like, struck with, like, some kind of new phobia, which... It's just, like, that primal instinct, like the last story said, that every story says they felt as soon as they opened the door. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, every person is just, like, I felt so uneasy as soon as I opened the door. Every single one. So I wonder if when this happens to people, like, if they're... 
I don't know. Like, I wonder if, I don't know, there's, like, specifically looking to drain, like, all the, like, all the... Yeah, like, what do they want? I don't know. Oh, that was good, though. Oh, you should do more stories. <laughs> send, more, send more emails to the Bree. She'll do it. Um, <laughs> I love reading the stories. How much time do we have? Maybe time for one more? Yeah, we have time for one more. Yay! I didn't pick another one out, y'all. Woo! But let me... Hold on. Let me look. Okay. Honestly, you pick one, and then let okay. me know. I read, like, four, three, four, and six, I Three, think. four, and six. Okay. Yeah, you pick one out. Let me know. All right, I handpicked this one for her to read. I'm so Picked excited. out from Kendall. Yay! <laughs> this one is titled "Every Story of." Oh, hold on. This one is titled "Every Story I've Read About Them Is From Someone Who Already Knew About Them." Last night was like any other night. I was switching between listening to music and watching YouTube videos with one headphone in, so I can hear my infant daughter if she cries. That way, my wife can get a full night's sleep. King. She works at 4 a.m. at the hospital every day, every day. What a king. Damn. What, what a king. Good for him. I know. He said, don't oh. worry about it, babe. He's like, I got you. Simon, you, better... you listening? <laughs> I'm kidding. He's, no. a king. He's a king, too. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> so I decided to go lay down in the spare bed in the ba- baby's room. And as I dozed off, I heard a thumping coming from the front porch. Startled at first, I opened my eyes wide and scanned the room. Realizing it was most likely my cat scratching himself on the front porch, I dozed back off. Then again, the thumping. Damn cat. I got out of bed to run him off the porch, only to see he wasn't there anymore. That's so mean. <laughs> let him inside. He wants in. She's like, out my porch. I'm trying to sleep. I know, for real. Like, let him in. He wants in. <laughs> I got out of bed to run him off the porch, only to see he wasn't there anymore. Now that I was up again, I wasn't the least bit tired. I figured I'll just get some tea and check Facebook while I'm up. Maybe finish the web series I was watching on YouTube. A few minutes into the video, I felt a sudden urge to look up at the kitchen window. There they were. The tops of two short, statued people's heads cresting the stairs just above my window frame. The people were just short enough to not see in the window, but I could see out. I heard no footsteps on my porch as my stomach turned. But the knock, the knock, was a steady, hollow thump. The very same thump I had just blamed on my cat. Deciding it was best not to answer, I shut my laptop and crept by the door back to the baby's room. I assumed it was some of the people from the low-income housing across the road from me, that were high or hiding from the cops or maybe looking for my cousin who stays with me often and has many friends over there. The last thing I needed was to try to explain to two stoners that I was trying to sleep even though it was 2 a.m. Not <laughs> <laughs> like really blaming it on some like crackheads. Hey, I would too. There's only one reason is these cocks. So I'm like, get out my get out of here. Like, I've got nothing for you. Not him like blame it on the low income housing. Like, oh, fair. Yeah. Those people might point. be normal. They're probably across the street by my own business. Girl, that I, yeah, is not for, them. That is, yeah, for real. It is not them. Oh. It wasn't until I got to my daughter's room that the creepiness set in. The thump had moved from the kitchen to the bedroom windows. Both windows, a room apart, thumping in perfect time. These stoners were going to wake up my daughter if I didn't run them off now. Pissed off, 
I went out to the kitchen, unlocked and opened the door, ready to run around to the side of the house and kick some little idiot's ass. <laughs> Bad bitch. Yeah. Go ahead, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it happened then. Standing there looking up at me were two 10 or 11-year-old boys. The feeling of dread and the smell of mold almost made me vomit. The smell of mold? Oh, no. Wait for this part. The smaller of the two then spoke, may we use your telegraph? <gasps> oh, no! Telegraph? <laughs> what the hell? No! Telegraph! Oh, my God! <laughs> Oh, my God. I just got shivers. Okay. The man replies, huh? I just stared blankly at these boys, horrified at what I then realized. Their eyes were pitch black. He asked again to use my telegraph. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I don't know why telegraph is giving me chills. I, I think it's because... It's it... because it's, like, from the 1800s. No child knows that the hell a, tel- a telegraph is. Yeah, what? like... And this oh. is definitely a story from, like, recent years. Like, oh. what the hell? So, <laughs> there wasn't a sound to be heard. No crickets chirping. No dogs barking. No cars driving by. Nothing. I tried to play it cool and ignore the fact that he didn't say telephone or phone or cell. Anything that would have made any sense of the situation and calmly replied, I don't have any service at my house. Sorry. The expressions on their faces turned to rage as I finished my sentence. Swiftly, I shut the door and locked it as quickly as I could, then stumbled back to protect my daughter. I picked her up from the crib and held her close. The fact that she didn't wake up freaked me out the most, but I managed to gather my senses enough to make sure she was still breathing and warm. Everything seemed okay with her. The thumping on the windows was back. I dropped to the floor as close to the wall as I could and held my little girls in my arms and wept like a child. I felt helpless and afraid. This is, like, really creepy. I'm about to cry. Like, yeah, like, this is God, really creepy. I'm getting so weirded like, out. Considering oh. this, it sounds like it's, like, a grown man, too, who's saying he was weeping like a child. Yeah. I'm so scared. Like, that's scary. Oh, my... Jesus. Also, the smell Ooh. of mold. Like, this is the first person that's really, like, come in contact with them like that, right? Yeah. Like... It is. The other people mold. didn't mention anything that's so like that, weird. right? Let me tell you, this is, like... <laughs> this is a good story. I was hot before, but let me tell you, I just started getting a sense of, like, <laughs> like, just, uh, this, oh, I don't know. You picked out a good one. Oh, okay, um, good, 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 okay. I lied there for what felt like hours and hours, crying and shaking until I heard it. My wife's alarm clock. The thumping stopped the instant the alarm went off, and I crept into the master bedroom with the baby. What's wrong with you? My wife asked. I just had a bad dream, is all I could mutter out. Okay, well, give me the baby so I can feed her before work. I handed my wife the baby, and she fed her like any normal day. I turned on every light in the house and made coffee for her. For some reason, just having her awake calmed my nerves enough to pretend like nothing happened. I walked her out to the car nervously with the baby in my arms. I asked her not to leave until I walked back in the house. She was put off by the request, but did so to humor me. Once I was safely in the house, I locked the door again, and in the house, I sat horrified until she got home. I insisted we go to the next town over and stay the weekend at my brother's house, and here I sit horrified while she sleeps in the guest room with my daughter, wondering why they stopped when the alarm went off. I think I know the answer. I was aware of black-eyed kids. She wasn't. 
Every story I've heard about them is from someone who already knew about them. Maybe, just maybe, knowledge of them existing is the only reason they visit. I'm afraid, and I'm sorry. Stop. Okay. Stop. Ah! <laughs> that one makes me not want to go to bed tonight. Um, so everyone, just so you know, you all know this too, so I really hope... <laughs> so now we're all fucked. We're all fucked. Oh my god. I did pick a good story. Yeah, that one was like, I'm definitely the like creepiest. I'm sweating my ass off now just thinking about this. That is such a good theory. Oh my god. Who wrote that? <laughs> Wow. I'm gonna need Simon not to listen to this episode. Uh, yeah. He's already aware of the black eyed children. He knows. Okay. Well, he's like never had uh, an encounter. But uh, my cleavage is hurt. sweating more than it was. <laughs> not your cleavage! <laughs> my cleavage is like. <laughs> Mine's God. Okay. Oh, God. I need to. Uh, well. You're gonna need to take a shower after this. We're gonna take three shots after this and take a shower because I am sweating my ass off from and all the sweat and the fear that I just was and just endowed with but it's okay and we're not leaving the house tonight oh, oh let me tell you I have to still drive home and uh, <laughs> I just uh, you know hey. what luckily I live in like a place where there's two doors to get to my place so that's true that's a good point you know what if they shown up on the doorstep they shown up to the doorstep <laughs> to eight other units <laughs> <laughs> that's so true oh my god what a good story wow well that that is the black eyed children <laughs> that is the black eyed kids I hope we speak not the black eyed peas no not the black eyed peas um <laughs> I hope we scoop spook the hell out of you as much as it spooked us because let me tell you we are not sleeping we're definitely spooked yeah oh my god after that I don't know what I need oh my god I need a stiff one and uh episode of the Kardashians because yeah um, yeah because what the hell I'm gonna get nightmares now but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> no it's not <laughs> Well, on that note, um, thank you everyone for listening to this episode. Can't wait to have you guys back here on Friday because this comes out on Monday. Yep, this episode will be Monday. Um, and yeah, we are so thankful for you guys. Make sure to reach us on Instagram at when the light underscore goes out. Um, our personal Instagrams are at this is Kendall Hudson and at Brianna underscore Doyen. Our Facebook is when the lights go out. That is sorry with lights. We'll change that later. <laughs> <laughs> our Twitter is WTLGO podcast and our email. Our email is WTLGO inquiries at gmail.com. Um, feel free to DM us like always, comment or email in any stories that you have, um, paranormal or any requests that you may have of stories you want to hear, like our last, um, podcast mm -hmm. was a request. Um, we would also like to do, uh, oh my god, we would also like to do future listener stories as well, so instead of us just reading stories off Reddit, we would like to read some of your <laughs> yes, stories. Yes, please, 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 please. Um, which makes it so much more creepier, so, um, drop Drop them, drop them in the comments, DM us. We'll um, be so excited to us. pick them. Yes. yes. We are. We will read all of them. Um, but yeah, um, that's really it for me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys liked all the creepy stories. Mm, I know I did. And we will see you next when the lights goes out.